Now to our new series on Proud Parents, where we invite you to tell us and tell the nation about the awesome things your kids are doing out in the world. If you're listening and you have an awesome son or daughter and you think the rest of us would enjoy hearing the story, uh, drop me an email, jesse at rnz.co.nz, and one of our producers will get in touch, or you can text us on 2101. Today I'm joined by Debbie. Hi, Debbie. Hi, Jesse. How are you? Good. Really nice to talk to you. And Thank you. you're here to tell us about your son, Oliver. Yes, 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 Oliver. Where do I begin with Oliver? <laughs> he was the most um, um, stubborn little boy you've ever met in your life. <laughs> and, and, you know, you always hope that that sort of thing is going to turn out to be to their advantage yes, when they grow up. Yes, And that, that's, turned, that's him entirely. Oh, great. Yeah, oh, yeah, great. Yeah. And so you wore it as a parent, but for the benefit of everyone else, because it gave him the determination to do what he wanted to do, hey? Certainly seems that way. It certainly seems that way. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. he trained as a camera person. Is that right? Camera operator. Yes. 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 And he, but his his passion was always sports, and um, he just for the he just wanted to be in sports so badly that from when he was two years old he used to stand in front of the TV with a plastic cricket bat and oven mm. mitts and and be batting. And uh, <laughs> and then he thought maybe rugby is also aged about two with all his teddy bears and he used to leap into the teddy bears in, in a rugby scrum and then one day he did it on the concrete and thought, well, maybe not rugby. <laughs> yeah. And, <laughs> but yeah, so that really it was the sports that was that was his thing. Yeah, and, where, um, what part of New Zealand was this? Where was he growing up? Well, we, he started off in Auckland and um, and then we shifted to the country and he ended up going to boarding school at Hamilton Boys. Oh, yeah. And um, so he carried on doing the cricket thing the whole time. But then while he was there, he got into basketball with it. There was this fabulous coach called Zico, who I think now is the assistant coach to the um, uh, Breakers. Oh, gosh. And um, he just, he mentored Oliver. And I think that's the thing, was that he had these amazing people through his life who mentored him because he had this, you know, grit and determination and people saw it. And, uh, it makes a big so, difference, hey? It makes a big difference when someone takes a shine to you and, and sees something in you. I've had a few people like that in my life as well, and, you know, it's it really propels you forward, I reckon. I think so. I think so. So this um, chap, Zico, really, really um, gave Oliver a, a, um, a great um, step into into um, basketball. And he wanted to... Um, to, to be, I think, basically want to be a black cap like every other boy who plays cricket. Figured out it wasn't going to happen and wanted to figure out how he could be involved in the in the sport. So he went through all sorts of avenues and, and he'd say, oh, no, the mum, they won't let me be a commentator because you have to be a black cap first yeah. or you have to be an all black first or something and that won't work. And, um, and so then he took up film and TV at high school and, uh, and then went to South Seas Film and Television School and then he couldn't really get paid work, so he just kept working as um, doing cabling for free. Yeah. And um, in 2011, he was on the field cabling for free for the um, the World Cup, the Rugby World Cup. And he said, "Mum, I don't care if it's free. I'm oh, here. Gosh. I'm here on the field. You yeah, know, yeah. Yeah, all these yeah. other people paid." <laughs> And so um, he then was doing all sorts of things like that for free, cabling everywhere, but not getting any paid work. And then one day he was working at um, Christmas in the Park, and he met this world-famous New Zealand cameraman called Ted Kopu. And Ted 
Ted mentored him from there on, and Ted picked him up and just taught him everything. Mm. And he, he ended up working all over the place in um, Maori TV and TV3 and um, at the races doing the horses and the dogs and all over the place, but he couldn't get into the sport, Jesse. <laughs> you know, busting to get into the sport. And um, uh, long story short, he met an, an American girl when he was working in Queenstown. And ended up going to Florida. Yeah. And um, gets to Florida, and I think he married this girl, and I think his in-laws thought he was going to be packing shelves for the rest of his life. <laughs> but no, no, he got a job at um, uh, golf television in Florida. Cool. And uh, yeah, and then it started picking up, and then he was started doing basketball and wrestling. Cool. And, uh, wrestling. And, oh yeah, the wrestling's a hoot. Because as a, as a kid, he used to watch it on TV, you know, the WWE. Yeah, me thing. too, me too. Oh, you too? Well, I don't know what your mother thought, Jesse, but I thought it was a waste of his time, yeah, really. Yeah, <laughs> I told mum I was going to be a professional wrestler. Did you really? One day it never happened for me. So what, he's going along and, and actually as a camera operator at those big pro wrestling events? events. Yes, all over America. Gosh. So he said um, the biggest the biggest arena was forty thousand people <laughs> for wrestling, yeah. and he said the thing is that these guys are so cool. Like the ones who he used to watch as a kid, he's now sitting down having dinner with them. Oh wow! <laughs> and he's like, you can't believe he's sitting there with these heroes. So all those hours <laughs> of free cabling and all that perseverance of of trying to get there. Do you, I mean, do you think he feels like it's paid off now? Oh, he's in heaven. Yeah, he's wow. He's in heaven, absolutely. Wow. And he um, does a lot of basketball, and he sits on the – he's six foot five, and when you do this particular camera on the basketball court, you have to sit in, inside a wee white line on the court. Mm. So he's got his knees up round his chin, and um, he's holding the camera. And the, the guys on the team – He's not allowed to speak to them, but they're allowed to speak to him. Mm -hmm. So they tease him. They come up and say, hey, your foot's outside the line, (laughs) stuff like that. And he can't say a thing to them. So um, it's, uh, yeah, it's pretty cool. So, yeah, he thinks he's just got the best job in the entire world. And, yeah. And no doubt doubt still has a few adventures ahead of him, given his personality and and proximity to uh, all this action. Absolutely. The personality is a thing. I mean, you know, at one point when he was working on TV3, he had a moment of fame where he was called the Dancing Cameraman. Oh, yeah. On Paul Henry's show. <laughs> yes, yes, on Paul Henry's yeah. show. That's right. People and remember so, him, yeah. <laughs> thanks so, Deb. Hey, um, thanks so much. Give our regards to Oliver. You're pretty lucky having a new American daughter-in-law. Um, yes. And, um, yeah, look forward to hearing his adventures. Stay in touch, okay? so much, DC. Awesome. That's Bye. Debbie talking about her son, Oliver. And if you'd like to tell me about your son or daughter, send me a note to jessie at rnz.co.nz.